0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Relationships Rule podcast. My guest today is Whitney Cobrin who comes to us all the way from New York City. And uh, as um, I think we met networking online, which has always been fun, but even more so in the last couple of years. And uh, Whitney is all about relationships in a different way to me, but it all works around and comes around in the same way. Um, so first of all, welcome to the show, Whitney.
1: Hi, thank you so much. It's a pleasure to
0: be here, Janice. My, you're welcome. So a little bit about Whitney. She has a a background in psychology and 15 years of professional recruiting, matchmaking and coaching experience and now fulfills her life's purpose, helping women to love themselves and have lasting love. Her transformational mindful embodied woman program improves their overall well-being by addressing one's whole self, mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual. And uh, that encompasses a lot. And I think it's, it sounds to me like uh relationship with self obviously comes first before you can have a successful relationship with someone else. Yes,
1: exactly. Exactly. Yes. You know what i started working as a matchmaker when I left my corporate world. And that's what led me to becoming a coach because I had people that were looking for love and they just wanted to be set up and I could set them up with all the people, but (laughs) there were certain things going on inside of them, uh, blocks or just skills they didn't have. And so that's what really interested me in becoming a coach. And I thought that I was going to be coaching a lot of practical tips, how to navigate online dating, things like that. And I do that. I definitely do. But what I have discovered is I have to start with the foundational work. I have to start with somebody's relationship with themselves before I can even help them with their relationship with someone else.
0: That makes total sense to me, even as a, you know, good friend talking to a girlfriend. Um, about issues that they might be having, you know, with men or with women or whatever. Um, you, I always remember thinking, you know, yeah, but it starts in here, right? You have to look at what what are you doing, and we all are guilty of, you know, we always think it's somebody else's fault. So um, I can see that being you have to start with the foundation. So one of the most important pieces um, of a relationship that you say and I agree is communication. So. What is your philosophy on communication?
1: Oh, communication. Oh, it's really one of the most important things in all relationships. And so many people do so many things wrong. <laughs> they <laughs> judge each other, they criticize each other, they demand, they tell people what to do. And again, this does start with your relationship with yourself. If you're constantly judging and criticizing yourself, most likely you're going to either be judging and criticizing others or you will reflect that you judge and criticize yourself in how you relate to others. So what I recommend above all is give information, get information and over communicate. That's very simple. So for example, if I'm, uh, if my partner is um loading the dishwasher and I jump in and I'm like, oh, he's doing it wrong. (laughs) By the way, there was a study, a psychological study that showed that there are at least 264 different ways to load a dishwasher. So (laughs) there's only the one way, my way, the right way. Yeah, so instead of telling someone, no, you have to put this here, you have to do this, just give them information. You know, you could say, you know, the water comes from the center and works out. So if you block it, blah, blah, blah. But let people do things in their own way. It's so annoying being told what to do and being corrected and all of these things. And um, I'd love to get into a little bit more of, of our different personality patterns and how this plays out. But when in doubt, just give information, add to what this person's understanding is. And what I teach my my clients, my female clients, is it's always okay to tell someone how you feel. Mm -hmm. So it's not always okay to tell someone else how they feel, how they should feel, what's wrong with them, but you can always speak up about how you feel. You can say, I feel scared right now because of this situation. Not for this person. What'd you say? Yeah. The dishwasher. Not the dishwasher. Um, yeah. Right. So you could say, I mean, you could say, I feel anxious watching you load the dishwasher in a way that's different from me, but you know, it doesn't mean that your way is the only right way. So if it's causing you anxiety, don't watch.
0: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No, I'm guilty of that. Cause I am. I, and yes, we can get into the personality piece because I think it does play a big part. And I, I just did, um, Uh, a little um, course, I guess, with um, someone that I know who's a, um, she coaches um, uh, a lot of high level women network marketers. And um, she she does, uh, I forget what it's called, personality dimensions. And it used to be called the colors, true colors. It's called personality dimensions. And, you know, it's so typical when you see the different types of personalities but you said uh, just before we get into that, you said something about it's so easy you know to communicate in the right way. But when you have a partner who is not a communicator, it's not that easy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And that's you know my husband is not a talker and I could you know I'm the talker, right? And you're gonna sneeze? It's okay if you do <laughs> And um, it's not as easy as it sounds when both people are not communicators. Yes. Yes.
1: And it's interesting because when someone is not a communicator, there's certain things that you could do that make that exacerbate their problem can make them go into their hole even more. So you think you're just reaching out in a friendly, open way to try to get them to communicate with you. But sometimes that can backfire and cause them to be on alert and shut down even more. And that's really frustrating and can create this ongoing cycle as well.
0: Yeah, so I guess then that does lead into the personality uh, uh, and how that uh, plays into relationships and communication, if you want to speak on that.
1: Yeah, so I studied psychology, and I've been really fascinated by people and how we work and why we do what we do for many years now. And I've looked at a lot of different Enneagram and Myers-Briggs and all these different personality Um, assessments. And there is one that just trumps them all, in my opinion. And Mm -hmm. it's, it's very simple. It's called the five personality patterns. And it's a book written by Stephen Kessler. And he's taken hundreds of years, or more than 100 years of psychological research and compiled it all down into these five types. And what the types are, are what you do with your energy, when Mm -hmm. you get under stress. So do you want me to tell you about the five types real quick? Sure, yes. Yeah. Okay. But so Steven Kessler? Yes. K-E-S-S-E-L-E-R.
0: Perfect. Thank you.
1: Yeah. But I teach this stuff in my programs as oh, well, because like I said, um, It's not all about just the practical tips of what to put in your online dating profile and how to text someone, you know, people often want the quick fix. They're like, just tell me what to say and then I'm good. But then next week they want to know what to say again. So I really do the work of getting to the root of the problem and helping people from uh, understand things and know how to make that transformation so that they know what to do going forward.
0: Mm -hmm. All right. So
1: understanding these is huge. So the first one is called leaving pattern. And with this, the energy sort of goes up and out of the body. So this type of person, they're quick to end a relationship. They're quick to leave. They're quick to hang up on you. Mm -hmm. Um, They might not be as rude as that sounds. They might be very sweet and they just sort of mentally check out often. And they can be sort of afraid of of big, strong energies, afraid of conflict. And yeah, they just tend to avoid being fully present in their space, in their body. And so that's the leaving pattern. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: The next one's called merging pattern. And what they do with their energy is want to connect with others. So they want a heart connection They wanna be cared for, or they'll overcompensate and care for others. They don't wanna feel alone or empty. And they often struggle to achieve and do tasks and often look for help and need help. The next one is enduring pattern. So with this one, the energy goes down. This is the hunker down kind of person. They're solid, they're stable, they're a rock. They don't like being embarrassed, humiliated, exposed. And all of these patterns, they come from our childhood. They come from what we learned very young. Mm
0: -hmm. Everybody
1: tests out all of the patterns. but Once they figure out which ones work for them, which ones you have the skill set for, then they stick with it. And most people have two. So they have a primary pattern. And then if that one's not working, they have a secondary So yeah, enduring is that energy going down into the ground. They just want to hide out. These people often don't talk a lot. This could be like your husband. They need a lot of space around them. And um, yeah. Are there just three patterns? No, there's five.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Yep. So the next one's aggressive pattern. So this one, the energy goes up and out and at somebody. and they feel most comfortable being dominating, being in control of the situation. They they trust themselves more than others. They're afraid of abandonment and betrayal. And I mean, we all know these people. We've all seen them in TV and movies. They're very quick to stand up for themselves or others, to pick a fight with other people. You know, all of these patterns have both positives and negatives, Mm -hmm. every single one of them.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And the fifth one is rigid pattern. So rigid pattern is all about rules and the right way to do things, Mm -hmm. right? They don't like chaos and disorder. They don't like making mistakes and dealing with imperfections, changes in plans, broken agreements, loss of control. They, they really believe that the rules in place are all they need which can uh, mean that yeah. they often don't do
0: to me how can you yeah, yeah is it and sometimes it feels like a rigid uh, i mean a victim mentality
1: well all of these i think can be in a victim mentality
0: sure, yeah
1: all of them absolutely yeah that's that's a big absolutely. one i think mo- more people than realize are operating from a victim mentality all the time mm-hmm. And what's interesting about understanding these different personality patterns, which are all based on your energy is um, knowing that the way you see the world is not the way other people see the world. Right. It's completely different. And the golden rule says to treat other people as you would wanna be treated. Mm-hmm. And that's usually a great rule of thumb, but when you get into really deep intimate relationships that goes out the window because the way you want to be treated depends on your pattern and what you need. And it might be very different from what your partner needs.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it, it's whether and whether you're in alignment at that given time as well. Um, because you talk about um, uh, one of the questions that I think about is like, how do you know? Like, these are energy patterns. So, how do you know when you need an energy shift?
1: Oh, you know, in one sense, it's kind of ongoing, like brushing your teeth. (laughs) We have to be on top of our own energy all the time. But if you've never paid attention to your energy, your life force energy flow in your body, your chakras, meridians, uh, which is very closely related to your spirituality, but not necessarily religious. Mm -hmm. um, But if you've never paid attention to your spiritual energetic self imagine if you never paid attention to your teeth your whole life (laughs) and then you finally go to the dentist and they're like whoa yeah just because you can't touch it and don't understand necessarily about the energy and how important that is in your being Mm -hmm. um, it doesn't mean it's not there. And when we ignore it, it can really um, start to create issues for us in our life.
0: Yeah. So do you find that, and, and this, I don't know, I never thought about this until just now, but it's do you find that there are, is there more wisdom as we get older or about, you know, looking inward and, and, um, learning about ourselves and wanting to even learn more about ourselves? Or are there just some people that they could be, you know, we talk about old souls, and we talk about, you know, young people that are, um they've got, they just, it's just all there. Do you see that? Like, it's not an age thing. It's not a wisdom thing and an experience thing. It just is. Yeah, or
1: absolutely. Not. I mean, I've worked with clients in their 20s, that just don't know. And man, I wish I had a coach in my 20s. (laughs) I needed that. But I've worked with women in their 70s as well. And sometimes there's certain things they just never learned along the way. You know, I believe that we all come from families that are dysfunctional to some degree.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Varying degrees, but that's where we learn stuff is from our parents and people that don't necessarily know all the best ways to do things. Well,
0: I always remember when my older daughter was a teenager, we fought a lot. I mean, it was tears and screaming all the time because she was so much like me. She, We had a clashing kind of personality and we both would dig in. But I do remember saying to her, you know, I never got a rule book when I became a parent. You just don't know. You don't know what you don't know. And you only know what you, you know, what comes to you through your experience and so on and, and learning and so on. But, you know, that's one of the hardest jobs in the world is being a parent. And it's the one that comes with the least amount of, you know, help in that mm-hmm. regard. So, yeah, I can see how that happens. I mean, she's also my daughter That's we can communicate now much better than my other daughter and I because she's different personality so it's just it's just interesting but I'm fascinated with all of this um you know like this Stephen Kessler's um take on it being energy patterns I mean they're all different people have their take make their own um pat uh their own take around like the Enneagram and the Mm -hmm. uh true colors that I mentioned and the Myers-Briggs and all of these uh, to have different the bank code that's another one but in the end it's all really the same I think of them in colors now I think more than anything but um but a lot of people go through life they don't even know where they fit yeah. right so yeah. it would be harder to shift somebody into thinking differently if they didn't even know where they so there's your challenge I guess when you were working yeah. with with clients it's fascinating
1: absolutely and you're right that is the goal is to get them to have a shift. Mm -hmm. And you have to first understand these patterns to understand how to get out of the pattern. But the goal is not to say, oh, I'm merging pattern. That's just who I am and how I am and deal with it. The goal is actually to stay out of pattern. So we teach certain mindfulness and energy tools to keep yourself grounded and level-headed and uh, present. And that's the key. As soon as we're not present, we go into our automatic conditioning and programming and reactions. And, and that's really what it's about. So it's about learning to stay present and keep yourself out of pattern as much as possible, oh, which is much easier said than done.
0: <laughs> right. But that's a good way to, to visualize it. And so So in your coaching, do you coach um, individually or in groups or how how does that work? I coach one-on-one. I -hmm. primarily work with women, but
1: I work with some select men. Mm
0: -hmm. I have
1: a background in matchmaking. And so I also work with a matchmaking company and I coach their clients while they're going through the process, which is really fun. Um, But I do group programs as well. So, and i'm I actually am about to come out with my app. So maybe by the time you're listening to this, it will be available on the app store. It's called Love Coach in Your Pocket.
0: Oh, that's cute. Talk to me about. That.
1: <laughs> Thank you. So I've been doing my coaching programs for a few years now, and I love that now it's so convenient. It's so accessible. When someone downloads the app, they have access to the course. They can watch a little video every day, do a little activity every day. Um, So it's in their own schedule and not overwhelming. But then we also meet in person or, you know, over Zoom face-to-face once a week. So they get the deeper level coaching, but they get the educational piece and the activities throughout the way throughout the process and everyone always has their phone on them so you can always just drop into the app and watch today's lesson while you're driving in the car or Not while you're on driving, the road. You, can't watch it. you can't watch it while you're driving. Well, you could listen, Yeah, listen, okay. or
0: through <laughs> yeah. The right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. You can't do the guided meditations or anything like yeah. that while you're driving, but some of the lessons are really just about listening and learning. And in the app, it also allows people to check in every day and check in with their habits and their mood. And I have access to that so I can see, oh, you're having a bad day, what's going on, we can chat. So I'm really excited. Wow. And it's it has a community as well. So anyone that joins any of my programs, they have access to talk with other people that are going through the same things that they're going through. And I've been, you know, I've ran my first program, which was all about self-love and got amazing feedback and amazing transformations. Uh, So I'm really excited about this step of of doing things in sort of a hybrid mode where we have our group coaching. Um, People can do additional one-on-one sessions, but then they also have access to do things on their
0: own time. That's really like, did you... Are you techie as well, or did you just have the idea and you have someone else bring that to life?
1: So I found a company called passion.io, and it's a lot like building a website in Wix. You just drag and drop Mm -hmm. and everything is sort of done for you. And they worked with a lot of coaches and, um, and fitness professionals to allow people to have their own app. So You're- I can I can give you that link as well I have an affiliate link so if somebody's interested in making their own app uh, they could contact me or they can sign up through my uh, code and get a absolutely. discount
0: yeah absolutely share that with us and I'll put it in the show notes for sure that's great so um, I have to ask you this question and you don't have to answer it if you don't want to but I have a friend who was um, in the matchmaking, uh, business for a long time several years she she worked for a, a woman who um, had the company locally here but it was high-end 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 and um, she was perfect actually she did a great job with it but um, she met her her uh, her love there in midlife and I wonder and of course then she had to stop because it was one of the people she was interviewing right and I wonder if that happened to you
1: uh, yeah, actually my, my fiance who I've been with for almost four years, or I guess four years almost to the day, cause our first date was in November four years ago. I was working as a matchmaker and I came across his information and yeah, I was like, wow, this, this, it was the only person I ever was interested in through that. But I just, I don't know, something, something just stuck out and I knew, and I remember the first thing I saw was what he was looking for in a woman. And as I read it, I just thought, wow, that sounds like a friend describing me. Who's this person? And so, yeah, he wasn't my client. I reached out to his matchmaker and said, "Hey, I, 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 I think I have a good match for him. But the company I was working for, they they would thought that was great. They were like, everyone deserves love. Like if you, you know,
0: but I think that's that, I guess it's just like anything else. If you're in the the realm and you're in the vicinity and you have more access to opportunity and that's really all it was, you might've met him somewhere else, but you never know. Right. But I I just had to ask that. I thought it was, I thought it was cute. Um, (laughs) now, um, so yeah, you, you wrote a question here, that you suggested I ask you. And I'm going to ask this question because I think this is the biggest thing that keeps people that are coaches in business in in one way and to be a bit sarcastic. But on the other hand, I think it's the hardest thing for people to do. And that is when you learn something new and you start a new habit, you fall off and it's so hard to stay consistent. So what do you recommend? How do you help people with that?
1: Yeah, I've seen it over and over again. That's the hardest part is you learn this new thing. Like mm-hmm. I used to read a lot of nonfiction, like self-help yeah. type books, and I would get all inspired and start a new way of being. And then within a few weeks or months, yeah, it, it just sort of falls your... apart. <laughs> so that's one of the reasons that I uh, went with creating an app because it allows people to check in every single day. And what I was doing before that was a paper checklist. So you write down your you know well-being items that you need to do each week and then you check it off, but I didn't really have full visibility to that. They there wasn't as much accountability. I would ask them about it, but you know, in the app and I've been using it and I've gotten used to it. I I now work out almost every single day, even if just for a quick 10 or 15 minutes. Because I check in with the app and I can see my graph and see exactly over the last month or longer how many days I have done the thing versus not done it. Um, So we have to do whatever we can to make it non-negotiable.
0: And accountable to ourselves too in seeing that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Hardest thing to do, change a habit.
1: Yep. But it's totally possible. Did you read atomic habits? Yes. Yeah. Same <laughs> yes. here. I'm actually running a book club now about it in my meetup group called mindful gal pals. Yeah. And it's been great. Cause as I'm teaching it to others, I'm just reiterating it and learning it over again. And
0: yeah, I need to do it again too, because I know, um, I pull one or two things out of something that I read that because it took me a while. Cause we did it through book club, but, um, Uh, there's a lot of hidden gems in there and to make things work. Absolutely. And Um,
1: what I love the most is, is it's not your lack of willpower. It's your environment. So if you are trying to not eat junk food and there's a whole bunch of junk food in your house, that's going to be really hard. If you're trying to not eat junk food and you get rid of all the junk food in your house, all of a sudden it becomes much easier. So I've been, really making every attempt and effort to design my environment in a way where my habits just are automatic and flowing and easier.
0: I have to share something with you. I had, um, you know, as, as many people, um, a bit of a um, bad habit through COVID and got uh, addicted in a way, I don't think completely to junk food, to uh, one particular thing, potato chips, which I never used to eat. And I I had someone that you probably know as well. Um, my friend uh, Melissa did a session with me and I haven't had one since. <laughs> I'm like and it's been a month now, and they're still in the house. Wow. It's just, gone. Yeah. It's just yeah. amazing. Yeah, she hypnotized me out of it. Kind <laughs> <It's been> of <laughs> fun. Anyway, what, whatever works, whatever, yeah, whatever works, works, yeah. So um last question for you um as we move through here. Um I do you like to, well, two things. One, I'm going to ask you this question that I like to ask my guests. And two, I'm going to ask you one last question after that. But um, my, my favorite word is curiosity. And I'm always living through, you know, asking questions because I love it, I love it. So my question for you is, do you think curiosity is innate or learned? And part two, what are you most curious about these days?
1: Mm, I love curiosity. It is such a great tool in relationships and dating. You know, when you want to judge, criticize, berate someone, just be curious. Just ask them the questions first. Get get information. Um, I think curiosity is absolutely, we're born with it, but some people develop coping mechanisms that block their curiosity. Right, mm-hmm. they develop these coping mechanisms of I have to be in control, or I have to call the shots, or um, I'm afraid, and whatever mm-hmm. it is, they they can block that so that they jump to other things. But what am I curious about lately? Oh, I'm I, you know, I've always been curious about psychology and how people work and energy work, and I think we mentioned earlier that all the coaching I do is very balanced to cover the mental, your mental self, your emotional self, your physical self and spiritual or energetic. Mm -hmm. So I have been curious about the interconnectedness of all of this. And I have a background in dance. And I've been, you know, when I do these workouts, that Atomic Habits helped me get consistent with, I mostly do ballet workouts and I've been really interested in how movement and dance affect us emotionally and mentally and how movement connected with affirmations and and all of this can really help augment our change and, Mm -hmm. and embody the transformations as they take place. So yeah, that's what I've been nerding
0: out on lately. That's very cool, actually. That's really, thanks for sharing that. And all right, so last question, what would you, what advice would you leave with my audience around the work that you do and how it, you know, how how it affects our relationships that we are um, experiencing? What's your best ex- sort of uh, advice?
1: Yeah, so I really focus on Self love and intimate love. But I worked in corporate HR for 13 years. I've been in that corporate world. I know business and professional relationships are a little bit different, but understanding each other, understanding that different people have different mentalities, approaches, needs, fears, desires, and respecting those differences among us, again, with curiosity and gratitude because I'm all about teamwork also, and we don't all have to be the same. We need to come together as as different separate individuals and be given the freedom to really fly with what we're good at. You Mm -hmm. know, if, if one person is really great with numbers and the other person is really great with artistic visuals and vision, they should not be telling each other how to do their jobs. You know, they can give information and give input and guidance, uh, but we we need to allow each other to be more, and also to just to learn better communication skills. I teach things that are so basic that a lot of people think they know. You know, it's it takes a while for someone to actually take the step to get coaching around love and relationships because most people they don't know what they don't know. And therefore, they think they're much better at it than they are Mm -hmm. until they all of a sudden are like, oh, look, another relationship ended. You know what? Every relationship I've ever been in in my life has always ended. And that's when usually they'll say, maybe there's a better way. Maybe there's something I don't know. And if you go to my website, Mm -hmm. um, WhitneyLoveCoach.com, you can download my free gift three shifts to manifest your ideal relationship. One of those shifts is to recognize your own blind spots. So this whole idea that you don't know what you don't know, it's huge. You Mm. have to be able, and I know all the coaches out here, we, we look at limiting beliefs. We look at subconscious blocks and, and that's a bit of what I'm talking about, but Mm. it's, it's our blocks. it's our patterns, our conditioning, the things we learned from our parents, our overcompensations, our self-protection, our coping mechanisms. like we have so many things that we might be doing that are harmful to relationships, and we have no idea that we're doing it.
0: Wow, it's just take the time and work on yourself and yeah. um, become a better person. yeah, yeah
1: I saw a quote, um, I can't remember who it was from, but um It said, too many people are looking for the right person instead of trying to become the right person.
0: That's very good. What a wonderful place to end the conversation. Thank you so much, Whitney, for your uh, wisdom and your expertise. And I invite invite my audience to please let us know um, your thoughts and leave a review and go and visit Whitney's Um, website. And I'll put it all in the show notes and take that uh, um, free gift that she has offered us. So thank you so much. And again, remember to stay connected and be remembered. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. If this show has inspired you to reach out to connect to someone new or nurture a current or past relationship, and you think that others can benefit from listening, please share this episode. If you have feedback or questions about the episode, please leave a note in the comments sections below. If you would like to receive automatic updates of new podcast episodes, you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or Stitcher or from the podcast app on your mobile device. Ratings and reviews from my listeners are extremely valuable to me and greatly appreciated. They help the podcast rank higher on iTunes, which exposes my show to more awesome listeners like you. So if you have a minute, please leave an honest review on iTunes and remember to stay connected and be remembered.